This month, we're doing a church-wide series called Back to the Basics, where we each week will look at a text from the book of Hebrews alongside certain basics of the Christian faith. This week, we're going to talk about the importance of remembering that faith is a journey. A few years ago, Pope Francis was speaking with some Catholic youth when one of the young men raised his hand and he asked the Pope for some guidance. He asked the Pope, how can I be more faithful in this world? And the Pope lifted up to these teenagers the fact that faith is a journey. And he began to explain to them what being on a journey means. First of all, on a journey, we can't stand still or else we're not going to get anywhere. And a journey isn't a competition. It's not a race. It's not something for us to hurry along. Because if all we do is hurry, we're just going to get tired. And then the Pope explained to them that every journey has moments that will discourage us. Every journey will have moments that make us want to stand still, to not move. But then the Pope told the youth this. On every journey, we have to remember to look at the horizon. We have to remember to look at where we're going and focus there. Our journeys as Christians begin when we choose to enter God's story, when we choose to enter into relationship with the one who called all things into being. And the thing is, sometimes we can look at faith as something that we possess. Sometimes we can look at faith as something that we get to make our lives easier or as some sort of protection shield. But the people for whom the book of Hebrews was written would tell us differently. Hebrews was written for a people who, because they chose to believe, they were put in prison. They lost their possessions They experienced ridicule and hostility and shame. And yet they still chose to have faith. These people can tell us faith isn't some type of protection shield. It's not a magic potion to make our lives easy. Instead, faith is something so much bigger than us. And faith calls us to trust and to have courage. Faith calls us to have trust and courage as we are invited to take steps of faith on this journey. But what is our horizon as Christians? What is it that we need to focus on? In Lord of the Rings, 
Frodo and his hobbit friends set off on their big adventure. And they sing, home is behind us. The world is ahead. But for us as believers, it's actually the opposite. Because on this faith journey, we're moving forward. Because we're walking towards God. We're walking towards home. We're walking towards eternity. But sometimes, even though we may know what we're walking towards and who we're walking towards, sometimes those steps are scary. Sometimes we don't want to take the next step because sometimes that step means showing kindness to someone who has been nothing but mean to us. Sometimes taking that step means being willing to pray for someone, again, who has been mean to us, and it's praying for them to be blessed by God. Sometimes taking a step means remembering that everything that we have belongs to God. Taking steps on this journey are not always easy. Sometimes it really does feel like we're stepping into the unknown. Like we're stepping into darkness. Just hoping that God will light the path each step. But on this journey, there are some lessons that we can learn from Abraham, who was mentioned in both our text from Genesis, as well as the text from Hebrews. As the video mentioned, sometimes we think of these Bible characters as larger than life. We think of them as extraordinary people or as special somehow, because they're in the Bible. Or we think of people like Martin Luther King Jr. and Mother Teresa and Pope Francis, and again, we think of them as special We think, surely we can't do that. Surely God made them special. But the first lesson we can learn from Abraham is that Abraham was an ordinary person. Abraham and Mother Teresa and Pope Francis and Martin Luther King Jr. and Peter and Paul and Esther and Ruth, they are all like us. They're all going, they all messed up. They're all weak and broken. Abraham didn't always trust God, but Abraham is still held up as a role model of the faith for us. They were ordinary, yet they chose to never be content in their faith. They chose to keep walking towards God despite setbacks and discouragements. They kept walking. So the first lesson we can learn from Abraham is being ordinary and human is not an excuse. All of us were created by God to be who we are right now. The question is, what are we going to do with who God created us to be? 
Are we going to take this journey? Are we going to take those steps and pursue him despite setbacks? The second thing that we can learn from Abraham is the importance of two types of community. Now, Abraham didn't just, he wasn't just born with faith. But the culture that Abraham lived in as he grew up was a culture where it wasn't just the parents' responsibility to raise up the children in the faith. It was the responsibility of the entire faith community. Everyone took responsibility of raising up children and new believers in the faith. For this type of community, we have to look around at each other. And we have to be willing to be a part of a community that raises up followers of Jesus. We have to take responsibility by getting involved with youth and children. We have to take on the responsibility of letting them know by our presence and by our words that them being here matters. And did you know less than 10% of children know why their parents are Christians? Imagine children growing up not only knowing why their parents believe, but why other adults in the faith community believe. Imagine the power of the stories of faith. The other type of community is one that we don't always think about. When Abraham and Sarah and Lot set off for a new land, leaving everything familiar to them behind, they still didn't go alone because they knew the stories of their ancestors of the faith. They knew those who had gone before them and how God had been faithful to them. They didn't walk alone because all who had gone before them walked with them. When we take the time to read scripture and to learn the stories, we never walk alone. Instead, when we know the stories, when we need courage, we remember Esther. When we feel that we have gone too far, we remember David. And we let those who have gone before us remind us to keep going. So first off, being ordinary isn't an excuse. We're called to walk this journey. Second off, we have to be a part of this community. We have to take care of one another and to raise up one another in the faith. And we also have to take the time to read our Bibles and to learn the stories of those who have gone before us so that when we walk in this life, 
this great cloud of witnesses walks with us. And a third lesson that we can learn from Abraham is a lesson to look beyond ourselves on this journey. In the text that Connor read for us from Genesis, God told Abraham, I will bless you. And because God made that promise to Abraham, that promise is also ours as descendants of Abraham. God has promised to bless us. Now, God didn't specify how, but God still promised that we would be blessed. But then there was the so that. God said, I will bless you so that you will be a blessing to others. So that through you, the entire world will be blessed. We have to remember on this faith journey that we do not walk alone. And we have to remember to look beyond ourselves. We have to look to one another and to help one another walk when they are discouraged or hurting. We have to look to one another for encouragement. And we also have to look beyond ourselves and the faith to those whom God has called us to bless so that they too might walk on this faith journey. To be a blessing means that our faith is calling us into our homes where we are called to have love and patience with those whom, if we're being honest, is really easy to be impatient with. Our faith is calling us to be a blessing at our places of work, to remember to treat one another fairly, to remember to look at one another not as a job description, but as a child of the living God even if they don't know it. Our faith is calling us to be a blessing in our schools, to look for those who are alone, who are hurting, to be a friend. Our faith is calling us out into our everyday lives, to take this journey with us wherever we are, wherever we go, to be a blessing, to look beyond ourselves. Because when we remember to be a blessing to others, when we need help on that walk, we'll look around and find them there. So from Abraham, we know that being ordinary is not an excuse. That we're still called to be who God created us to be and to walk on this faith journey towards home, towards God. We learn from Abraham the importance of knowing our faith community and being a part of one another's lives. We know that we are called to to read our Bible and to know the stories of those who have gone before us. 
so that even if we are physically alone, we never walk alone. And from Abraham, we learn to always look beyond ourselves for chances to be a blessing for others. Sometimes the journey will leave us discouraged. Sometimes we will have questions, we will have doubts. There will be moments where we feel some measure of what the people whom Hebrews was written for felt. But we do not walk alone. We walk this faith journey not only together, not only surrounded by the cloud of witnesses, but we also walk following in the footsteps of the God who came to us, of the light that God sent into the darkness of this world. In the face of brokenness and sin, God did not run from us. God ran to us. And Jesus came in flesh and invited us to follow him. And it was at a table that Jesus took bread. And he broke it and said, This is my body that I will willingly break for each of you to know that there's nowhere you can run where God will not meet you. And then he took the cup and he said, this is my blood, my love that I will pour out so that you all will know that you are covered in grace and forgiveness. We come to this table, to this meal, to remember Christ's willing sacrifice for us. We come to this table to remember God's power available to us as evidence in the resurrection. The fact that God's not going to let anything stand between him and his beloved children. We come to this table to be nourished for the journey ahead so that we may sing proudly the world behind us, home is ahead. And it is for this journey that we just pray, Lord, pour out your spirit upon these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ so that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. Make us one in ministry with one another and one in ministry to all the world until Christ returns and we all feast at your heavenly banquet that you have prepared for all of us. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. As those who are helping to serve make their way forward now, I just want to take this time to let you know that this, is, this table belongs to no one but God. And so all are invited to this table, whether or not you're a member here or of any church. We just ask that you come forward desiring to be fed for the journey.
when you come, you'll be given a piece of gluten-free bread, and then you'll have the opportunity to dip it in the cup. Blood of Christ shed for you. Blood of Christ shed for you. And then after... And afterwards, we invite you to kneel and pray. To go back on our white table, we have a black mailbox. And if you have any prayer requests, we invite you to write some down and put them in the box so that we can pray for you and be present for you in those needs. However, we can help be a faith community with and for you. We just invite you to take that opportunity. And now, the table is ready. Come as you feel led.